That's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. From the front page of the Daily Dispatch for today, Thursday, the 2nd of September. Husband in court after missing wife's remains found at home. Former East Cape Police Commissioner appointed to top national post and Bishu's call to decriminalise Dacha. An Eastern Cape Government Department is calling for the unconditional release of everyone jailed for dealing in or possession of cannabis and also the general decriminalisation of the plant. The Provincial Department of Rural Development and Agrarian Reform's Director of Research and Technological Development, Dr Mfundo Makubela, speaking on behalf of the provincial government and stakeholders, was addressing the Justice and Constitutional Development Portfolio Committee during a three-day session in Parliament on the proposed Cannabis for Private Purpose Bill. It's an issue South Africa has flirted with periodically over the years. The legalisation, decriminalisation, commercialisation, monetization of a crop often referred to as green gold. Our constitutional court famously ruled in 2018 that possession and growth of dacha for personal use was not illegal. Medicinal studies have also shown that THC oil can assist in many treatments. And those old enough will remember that in our very first democratic all-race elections in 1994, there was even an official Dacha party represented on the electoral ballot sheet. None of their candidates were elected, but perhaps that's just because their members forgot when voting day was. Recent news in the cannabis arena can only be described as seismic, however. Provincial government has thrown its weight behind some remarkable moves in this area and following the story and to share with us, here is Daily Dispatch reporter Bonesile Ndalo. Bonesile, thank you for joining us. Outline for our listeners where the story is at at the moment and uh, how it's developed. Um, uh, thanks, thanks, Darren. Um, the Eastern Cape government facilitated four stakeholder public participation sessions to discuss this proposed uh, cannabis for, uh, for private uh, purposes bill. And... Um, this today is the third day that they have been making presentations to uh, the justice, uh, the, the parliament's uh, justice um, and constitutional development portfolio committee. Various uh, groups uh, made their presentations, and um, from what I can gather from these uh, different presentations, is that there's a concern that that um, 2018 ruling is not enough because it, it it actually deprives you know uh, the rural communities from benefiting okay you know from 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 cannabis and now what they are saying is that commercialize this because i mean as it is now you know jobs are scarce and we have rural people suffering yet you have you know a, a, a big corporates actually benefiting from the same uh, plant that should be benefiting our own. So today is the third day of uh, of those uh, of the, uh, of those uh, presentations in Parliament. What do you expect to come out of this? Uh, you've been following the story closely. Um, look, government is not uh, uh, particularly against, you know, this uh, or say the 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 the, the commercialization, but. 
it's gonna it's gonna be a long process, you know, until we we we, we can say we have now a law, because uh, yesterday I spoke to uh, a doctor. Dr. Mfundo Makubela, she he's the director of research and technological development in the provincial uh, department of agriculture. He he made it clear that after all these presentations, they will have to sit down and discuss all the points made. You know, and again, it's not going to be it, it's not going to be um, an overnight decision. You know, because yeah. everything will have to be taken into consideration here. Sure. And he even mentioned that um, it's 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 not as easy as people think it is. But yes, from the government side, I want to believe that they want to do everything like according to the laws, and they want to involve everyone uh, who has interest. You know, in 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 this. But interestingly enough. Uh, there's another lady. Uh, what's her name again? Okay, but uh, she she represents the 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 among the the, the 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 groups that she represents are the traditional healers and 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 and, and cannabis growers. Is this Pumza? She's concerned of the fact that whilst taking concerned about the fact that whilst it's taking a long time. To resolve this issue, there are individual companies that are already benefiting from cannabis. She mentioned that in some of you know uh, 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 pharmacists and 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 and, and uh, cosmetic uh, stores, you will find cannabis oil on the shelves, and it's uh, actually sold at exorbitant prices. Sure. So she says, why the delay? And you know why the delay? Because it's been years now. So yes, that is one concern that was raised. I mean, it's 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 a common concern from all the parties that were represented in that uh, in, in this process. Final question for you, Bonisile. Uh, why now? We flirted with this process at many times over the years, as I mentioned in the introduction. Why do you think this move comes now? Is it economic reality? Fifty percent unemployment in the Eastern Cape? Uh, look, going back to the to the September 2018 constitutional uh, constitutional court ruling, um, the ruling itself, in as much as it was welcomed at the time, those who have interest in this noted that the ruling was or is not enough because it only allows you, the user, to have it at home, to to smoke it. If you smoke, you can plant it in your back uh, in your backyard. But it left out the fact that there are people who should be actually cultivating this. People who know, don't for have commercial land. Purposes. People who don't have land, for example, Bonisile would have been excluded. No. Yes, they would have. Even those who have land, <clears throat> that ruling excluded even those who have land, <clears throat> because you can, according to the ruling, you can have land, but again, you cannot, you know, uh, uh, commercialize this. That is that that, that was the. The, 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 the negative part of that ruling. So now they, 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 these interest, interested parties, they've gone to parliament uh, after you know uh, these uh, uh, after the call for for the public to give their input into this 
proposed bill. Now they are, you know, they are, they, they, they are putting it out there that, listen, these are the issues that we are concerned with. So if you address these, then everything should be okay. Do not confine us into, you know, plowing this in, in, uh, in our backyards and, 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 and using it like as, 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 in, as individuals. We need to see the commercial side of it. Bonesila Ndalo from the Daily Dispatch. Thank you for joining us on Dispatch in Discussion with Darren Mann today. Enjoy your day. Thank you, Darren. Daily Dispatch in Discussion with Darren Mann continues. We're joined now by the Provincial Department of Rural Development and Agrarian Reforms Director of Research and Technological Development, Dr. Mfundo Makubela. Doctor, thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, This is quite a move by government. Some would say landmark. Thank you, Darren. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Yes, it's quite a move, Darren. Um, The government has uh, realized that there are opportunities that can be exploited to develop, uh, to improve the economy of the province and of the country using this green gold. But uh, the government feels that, okay, we have to do this within the legal framework that is informed by national directive. Main reasons for exploring the cannabis opportunities. Uh, I did touch on the high unemployment rate of 50% in the province earlier. I would imagine there are more that weigh on your mind. Yes, yes, Darren. Um, The main one is this um, one that is coming now, which is a high unemployment rate. Government is so concerned about this because it's affecting the the livelihoods of the people of of the province. And um, the second one is the high poverty levels in areas where really cannabis is growing naturally. And uh, it's really surprising. And then the third one uh, is the low contribution to the GDP uh, by the the agriculture sector, Mm. which, of course, all these three, uh, they come together. And uh, we feel that as government, if ever we can use cannabis uh, we can improve both, uh, all of these three aspects that I've just mentioned. We can improve uh, employ- employment, we can reduce unemployment rate, we can um, improve the, the GDP contribution by the sector of agriculture, we can also contribute to the improvement of the rural livelihoods uh, in terms of poverty alleviation. Uh, it has been shown by the uh, statistics from different countries that cannabis has high potential really to contribute positively in all these aspects that I have mentioned. So if we feel that as a province, if ever we have that uh, capacity uh, in terms of the commodity that has this potential, why can't we explore, uh, exploit it? But we feel that, of course, we will look, uh, we'll start with the legal framework we will ensure that we try to uh, use the legal framework that will favor uh, the production of a of this uh, commodity and so that uh, everybody everybody in the province especially those ones who are coming from the rural poor are not left behind uh, so that this opportunity is exploited by the people by the industries who already have at the potential who already have the muscle to grow economically. We want the rural poor people to participate on this, to, to contribute and to benefit to, for the uh, improvement of their livelihood 
in terms of job creation, in terms of uh, eradication of poverty, in terms of contribution to the GDP of the province, uh, so that uh, the lives of the people can become better and better. Understand. So this is the stand of the province. We feel, yes. I would imagine not everyone is of the same mind when it comes to this topic. It can be controversial. Can you give me an idea of what the arguments in opposition are that are being made? Um, yes, we when we were do, when we were facilitating the stakeholder engagement, Darren, we felt that uh, maybe let me start there because we we felt that we want everybody to contribute to to the private bill. I mean, to the cannabis bill for private purposes especially the rural people. And then we heard what people are saying. We facilitated that last year in November, and then we heard them what they are saying. We felt that some people, they say that, okay, the legal framework of the country, they are fine uh, in terms of controlling this industry so that it's not exploited and uh, it's not abused uh, for the benefit of um, drugs and other abuse of the of the commodity, but now the problem is the legal framework of the country is restricting the contribution of the people to commercialize the the commodity, especially for medicinal purposes. You see, on mm. the they say that the needs that are required to control the abuse of the commodity for medicinal purposes they are very high. They feel they say that okay, it must be regulated, but the the restrictions or the requirements to get the license for medicinal purposes they must be not be as high as they are, and they also agree that uh, the cannabis, especially the dara, must be used for medicinal purposes. Of course, for the hemp, they don't have a problem. Also, there is another concern about the quantities that the bill is talking about in terms of um, the traditional healers. The traditional healers, they feel that the bill is not uh, assisting them because that is uh, they need bigger quantities to us uh, to heal their people when it comes to healing. And then the third one was mainly on the issue of um, rituals that is that is done by the people who are mainly using the cannabis for IKS and other um, traditional related issues. Uh, they say that the quantities that are prescribed within the bill they are too small because they need the the the, the cannabis for different purposes uh, as they grow within the different stages of human development or human growth. So those are the main three things that they highlighted, but they are not the only ones, but these are the main three things, the, the traditional healing, the commercialization, because they say that if ever myself, I smoke and I don't, I, I mean, I need cannabis and I don't have the capacity to produce it, I don't have land, I don't have resources, where can, can I buy it? So those are the things that they, they, they mainly raise as stumbling blocks. I see. Darren. Um, something else which stands out for me, Doctor, is that the Eastern Cape government is calling for the unconditional release of everyone jailed for dealing in or possession of cannabis. Uh, how far back would you be looking when it came to that? Okay, Darren, yes. Actually, 
is uh, let me let me clarify this because um, the Eastern Cape government was just presenting what the people were saying. I and see. It might appear that now it's the Eastern Cape government, but it's the feelings of the people in the Eastern Cape province. Um, so this is what the people are saying, not uh, per se the Eastern Cape government. And uh, they, they said that, and they said that they are working with their legal uh, experts on this, their advice uh, on that. And um, of course, the, the, the government itself, it won't like to contradict itself because it's part of the whole government system. So the provincial government cannot uh, conflict what the, the constitutional, listen to what the people are saying, we communicate with the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. We put these things on the table on them, and then they work on them. And that is what we do as a government. We just facilitate what the farmers are saying. We communicate with our mother department nationally, and then we talk and hear what the, what the law is saying. And then we communicate that back to the farmers because we are sort of conjugate between us and our mother department. Well, that final question for you, Doctor, is uh, in terms of government process, procedure and the law that you have to follow, uh, let's say we do go down this road. Uh, what sort of time frame uh, is likely to be involved? Yes, thank you, Darren. We are working very, very closely with the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. They said that they will try to push by all means that uh, this bill is approved uh, before the end of next year. Uh, but parallel to that, Darren, Darren, there is um, a cannabis master plan that is done by national that involves all the departments that are affected by cannabis. So it's called the National Cannabis Master Plan. And then there is a committee that is called the uh, Government Interministerial Committee that is driving this Cannabis Master Plan. This Cannabis Master Plan is looking into its first pillar is on a regula regulatory framework. It's working on that. It's looking into all these aspects that uh, pharma, uh, farmers raised, in, including this commercialization, including this uh, traditional healing uh, requirements, including all the aspects that uh, people talked about. And we expect that um, this uh, master plan will be finished also before the end of uh, next year. So this will make a very big uh, progress in terms of uh, now ensuring that um, this commodity is used for economic, economic development in the province. Well, Doctor, thank you for joining us. As I said earlier to Bonesile, we live in very interesting times. Appreciate you joining us on Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Have a good day. Thank you very much, Darren Mann. That was the Provincial Department of Rural Development and Agrarian Reform's Director of Research and Development. In a moment, we'll be catching up with Cannabis and Hemp Consortium Provincial Chair Pumza Vichima. What would you do with 50,000 Rand? Win your share of 100,000 Rand when you enter the Daily Dispatch Cash Mania competition. You could win the grand prize of 50,000 Rand or one of 20 cash prizes of 2,500 Rand each. The competition closes on the 26th of September 2021 and an entry form is printed at the Daily Dispatch every day. Get your copy of the Daily Dispatch and enter now. Daily Dispatch, local, fearless, empowering you.
The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann continues. We catch up now with Cannabis and Hemp Consortium Provincial Chair Pumza Vichima. Pumza represents a group of people who have a personal interest in the legalization, decriminalization, commercialization and monetization of cannabis. Pumza, thank you for joining us. Tell us about the people you represent and what their position is. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for us giving this opportunity, Darren Man. Uh, we highly appreciate of that. My mother uh, was born in Bizana to where this ganja was uh, uh, planted, is planted, in fact, even now. Uh, I, I have, I've studied agriculture, agricultural economics at the University of Pretoria Forte, and then from my move to the University of Forte uh, of Pretoria and have the the, 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 the honours and my masters in the in the rural development. Well done. So now I worked with the Department of Agriculture for years and with the municipality, and then from there we said that uh, hence this thing it was always there about this cannabis because when I grew up, I grew up most of the time my mother used to take us to whereby we were staying with uncles and all that, we saw how they were confiscated, how they were arrested, according to this Daha. So this thing, when I grew up, I, I saw that there is something in this plant because when 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 my mother and also their brothers, when they go to those fields, you find that uh, you were not told that these are the fields for the Daha. They will mention something else so that when the police came, when they asked about the Daha, you must not know about that name. They gave the <laughs> other name. I've got a last question for you. Just sum up in a few words why the 2018 Constitutional Court ruling uh, is not sufficient for you and the groups that you represent. We are happy about the constitutional ruling of the 2018, but when you look at the bill, we are not that happy at this cannabis for private people for private purpose bill. At this bill, you find for the commercialization, they will tell you how much must you plant at the back of your yard, and as a result, you find that when you are smoking it in a, in, a, in, a, in a public space, you must ask for the people that are smoking. What about those ones that are smoking the cigarettes, the tobacco? all that because that one is not even healthy in Cape and the Republic of South Africa at large because we want it to be commercialized. We don't want people to be restricted with the numbers of how many that they can plant. That's why we as the consortium, we are the voice of those people. And then we are saying that even the grams that they're talking about, the THC and the CBD. So those are the things that at the end of the day, we need that so that the people can be commercialized, can also have the licenses. And the licenses must not be for the elite people. What about that person who you to who used to be jailed, who used to, to be exploited for this for this cannabis, for this plant. And now that is going to be legalized. But we find that the government is going to leave behind those people that cannot have their means. So which means if it's that expensive, this, this plant must be decided the license must be subsidized by the government like any other plants. But please, the government, please, our government, we want this because at the end of the day, it's going to take through, it's going to cap the, the economic meltdown of, of, of the Republic of South Africa, especially during this pandemic. We really want the people to plant as many plants as they can, To uh, even when they are selling it, there must be no restrictions so that people can be free to this plant because this is the indigenous plant, it's their plant. Why now that is going to be legalized? They are being told what to do. Thank you so much, Darren.
Well, there you go. It's a controversial issue, as we mentioned earlier, one which has periodically raised its head in South African public discourse during the course of uh, many, many years, not just the past 27 years of democracy. And doubtless, uh, it will remain controversial, but uh, it is official. The Eastern Cape government is calling for the unconditional release of everyone jailed for dealing in or possession of cannabis and also the general decriminalisation and uh, commercialisation of the plant. More on this story and others, go to dispatchlive.co.za. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.